0: Hello. Hello. <clears throat> podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Family Is the Answer, an adoption and foster care podcast. I'm Krina Kuna Hansen, managing director for Rohe Foundation. Together with Podcast Network Asia, we're here to share resources to inform you and stories to inspire you about adoption and foster care. Hope you enjoy listening. Welcome back to another episode of Family is the Answer, the podcast. So glad that you are joining us. We are Rohe Foundation, a nonprofit organization coming to you based from Manila. But our advocacy and our message of hope for orphans and our hope that we would all be able to respond to the orphan crisis is not unique to the Philippine context. It's for everybody. And so we're so glad that you're joining me today. My name is Krina Henson. I am the managing director and also an adoptive mom to my daughter, Chloe, and just a normal mom, just a regular mom to my two other kids, Tony and Bree. But one of the things I wanted to talk about today is how you can create a healthy adoption culture for your child. And the reason I brought up my family and my other children is because creating a healthy adoption culture isn't something I can do on my own. It's something that my husband and I are very deliberate about, creating not just for ourselves, for our children, for our parents, our extended family, our friends, and our community at large. And recently, I was talking to another adoptive mom. And while she was talking and sharing her story with me on one of our live chats, Rohe Foundation has live chats twice a month on Tuesdays. We usually talk to adoptive parents and advocates. And so you're welcome to check that out as well. But while I was doing our recent live chat with a mom named Kaka Alito, I was talking to her and And she just had all of these tips about not just how to talk to your child about adoption, but about how to actually create a healthy adoption culture around your child. One of the things that she mentioned, which I thought was brilliant, was the easiest way to start and to start off on the right foot is to start with an adoption announcement. That's tip number one. If you're thinking about adoption and you're just like, hey, I'm going to start the process. I've signed up for a consult with Rohe Foundation. I'm really excited about this and I'm ready. I'm so ready. We're doing this. One of the best ways to start creating a healthy adoption culture is to put out an adoption announcement. And this is really common in the United States. I see this all the time. I follow a lot of adoption advocates and a lot of different adoption agencies on Instagram and social media. And you should check some of them out because adoption announcements are something that are really common. It's like, it's kind of like a baby announcement, just like you would say like, hey, we're expecting a baby. I'm pregnant. You know, I'll be giving birth in nine months, whatever, right? Just like you would do that on your social media platforms. Adoption announcements are a great way to prepare the community for your adoption. Without it, sometimes conversations around it can be a little bit awkward. So it really helps to set the tone. And when you take that first step of saying, we're adopting and we're excited about it, so excited about it that we're putting it out on social media, we're telling all our friends and family, it sets the tone for how other people respond. When you start with an atmosphere of celebration around the adoption, others start to celebrate it as well instead of tiptoeing around it. It kind of eliminates the opportunity for awkward questions versus not, not announcing, not telling anybody you're adopting. And then there's a child with you and people are not sure what to say or what questions are appropriate, what questions aren't. That adoption announcement and being really open about it on social media, if that's something you're comfortable with, can really help create a celebratory atmosphere around that child coming into your family. And that's something we really would like to encourage you to do. There's usually a waiting, a process of waiting as well from the time that you make that an- announcement to the time that the child gets placed with you. So, my second tip would be to actually document that process. And I found that a lot of families have done this. And when you document that process, the mom that I was talking to a few days ago, Kaka, was saying that in her process of documenting it, she used her Instagram profile. She started an Instagram profile and she was just kind of putting the steps out there and documenting it because she thought, you know, one day it's going to help me tell my story to the child, help me tell the story to the child of how they were adopted and what the process was like. One of the things that Jonathan and I did was we actually kind of recorded a few Video blogs, like as we were going through the process of waiting for Chloe to come home, we were unsure about how things were going to turn out. But we just started recording messages and documenting what our thoughts and feelings were about it, thinking that, you know, one day we want Chloe to know that we were so excited that she was coming. And this was our mindset, even before we knew her, even before we met her, even before we saw her face to face, this was what was going through our hearts and minds. And that we loved her from the beginning. We loved her before we knew her. We loved her before we held her in our arms. And documenting that really helps your child eventually come to understand their story and their history and have a picture of what life was like before they were in your family. And so... It's great for that. It's also a great opportunity to advocate and build awareness on adoption. I love what that mom did by putting it on Instagram because, in doing that, she was getting connected with a lot of other potential adoptive parents. And anytime that, you know, the reason she actually started that was because she couldn't find anybody else who could support her in the journey. And she thought, then there must be somebody else who needs support. Right. So she started that, that Instagram profile and It became a tool that she's now able to use to help people understand the technical process behind adoption. And so, you know, social media is one way. Other people use books and photographs, you know, just compiling that and making that a part of their journey. We want to encourage you to document that moment. If you're if you're planning to adopt, if you're waiting for that match, we want to encourage you to document it as much as you can. Take photos, take photos of your, you know, the day that you receive the paperwork. One of my favorite adoption stories is the Klasara family. And the Klasara family, we have a short docu film about them available on RoheyFoundation.org and on our social media platforms. And I loved how they documented it. We asked them to do a video blog and to document their process. And what they did was they have this part in that video where you see on their faces the moment that they see David's face, their son and their brother's face. You see the light in their eye when they first, their their eyes light up. They literally light up when they see David's face on their screen. And so the cameras pointed at the family, the mom, the dad, and the two kids as they see David's face for the first time. And they're like, oh, wow, he's so cute. Oh, I love him already. And the excitement and the sheer joy on their face. One day, David is going to see that. And it's going to mean so much to him because he was loved from the beginning. He was loved before they ever wrapped their arms around him. And documenting the process could be so meaningful, not just for the people watching from the outside, but for your child. However, it's super helpful for those who don't know about the process and who want to see. And I remember premiering that video at a volunteer night with, I don't know, A lot of volunteers 50 volunteers maybe and watching people grab tissues and wipe their eyes because they just couldn't hold back the emotions um there was just so much emotion in seeing this family go through the process of adoption and so document the process hi this is coach novi and dan Come listen to my podcast called I Homeschool. This is a weekly podcast in helping Filipino families to make wise decisions in their homeschool journey. Together, let's find purpose and joy in the process. This is powered by Podcast Network Asia and available on all major podcast platforms. The next encouragement, the next tip I have for you is to celebrate gotcha day. Gotcha day is the day that your child, your adopted child becomes part of your family, the day you take them home. Like I mentioned, I mentioned the Klasaras. and what they did was they documented the day that they went to pick up David from the children's home. And you you get to see how he initially is like warming up to them to eventually really, really enjoying and falling asleep in his car seat um, on the way home. And it's just so heartwarming. And that's what gotcha day is. But I encourage you to also celebrate gotcha day on a yearly basis, make an event out of it, make it memorable. There's your child's birthday and then there's gotcha day. And it helps the world see that adoption is worth celebrating, that we don't just celebrate your birthday, we celebrate the day you became part of this family. And it's a nice, easy way to help young children understand adoption, that there's a day that you're born and you come into the world, but there's also a day where you became part of our family. And so that might be unique to you, but we celebrate that. And that's something we want to... Get cake over. You know, a lot of families, they do cake, they do balloons, they do a whole party, a whole celebration. And it sends the message that adoption is worth celebrating. It even helps that child understand that what happened to me when I became part of this family, it was a good thing. And I'm celebrated. My life is celebrated. And so celebrate God today. The last thing you can do to create a really healthy culture around adoption, plain and simple, is advocate for those who are still orphans. If you have an adopted child and you want to create a good, healthy culture for them about adoption around adoption, one of the things you can do is like participate in campaigns like Orphan Sunday. You can observe Orphan Sunday and do something that raises awareness for those who are still waiting. Adopting a child because you want a child versus adopting a child because you believe in the power of adoption is really what shows up when you advocate for orphans in general it's like i don't just care about the child that's in my home and the child that's become part of my family i care about orphans in general i care because god loves them i care because each one of them deserves a family each one of them is worth loving and is worth advocating for not just the one that's in my home and that's really where you see the difference sometimes people adopt and they'll adopt and you know their intention for adopting was just to have a child. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a child, but we're able to really create a healthy perspective around adoption. When people see that I didn't just adopt because I wanted a child, I adopted because I believe adoption is a good thing. And I believe that orphan children deserve a family and that they deserve to be loved and that they're worth fighting for. And so as you advocate, it it also creates the opportunity for those around you to participate. We like to say at Rohe Foundation, we always say small act, big impact, because we have seen children get adopted because of a simple social media post. And, you know, I I remember the day that, you know, we got news that someone within reach of our community had adopted because they were just simply following our social media posts. She was following us on Instagram and she eventually told us, hey, you know, I've been following your content. And it's really helped prepare me and I've and I've adopted. And I thought wow, that's the power of of advocating for the orphan, that those simple social media posts that our volunteers created was able to lead one family to adoption. And that's how powerful it can be. And so together with you, our hope is that we would be able to create a culture that celebrates adoption, that when our children go to school, that the friends around them would know that adoption is a good thing because their family has You know the right language around adoption. They know how to talk about adoption in in their family. And so when they meet a child who's been adopted, it's seen in a positive light. They know how to celebrate that. And so all of this, creating adoption announcements, documenting the process, celebrating gotcha day and advocating for the orphans who are still waiting, all of those things help create that culture for our children. And so if you're an adoptive parent, or if you're somebody who is passionate about responding to the orphan crisis, this is our encouragement to you. Just some tips that would help you create that culture around our children where adoption is seen positively, when it, where it's celebrated and where we have a biblical view of adoption. So thanks for joining me today. I hope that that was encouraging for you. If it was, we just want to invite you to rate our podcasts, write a review, send us your feedback. We absolutely would love to hear from you on our various social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook. Of course, there's our website with a lot of other resources that are available for you. You can visit us at rohefoundation.org. That's R-O-H-E-I foundation.org. And you can also sign up for a consult if you're in that process of considering adoption or foster care. Do sign up for a consult with us. We would love to see how we could help you, how we could journey with you through that process. You can do that on our website. So thanks for joining us. So glad that we had this time together. Really hope it was encouraging to you. That was the Family is the Answer podcast by Rohe Foundation and powered by Podcast Network Asia. If you're interested to know more about adoption and foster care, visit our website at rohefoundation.org where you can find articles, videos, and other resources. You can also find us on social media. We're Rohe Foundation on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thanks for listening. And I hope to catch you at our next episode.